This, 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 this is mythical. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome to Trevor Talks Too Much, the show where I bring on some really cool guests and I talk to them a fair amount. Some might say too much. Uh, Who knows? Uh, But hopefully not too much that I scare them away. I want to make friends. I don't want to scare people away. I'm your host, Trevor Everts, the mythical soft boy master baker, baker, and uh, proud member of Club Diet Coke. What that means, I don't know, but I'm a member of it. Today, I had a lovely conversation with Jacob Sartorius. He's an actor, a musician, a social media star. You've probably heard of him. You may know him from his old Vines, from his song Sweatshirt, from his recently released EP, Lost But Found. And we had a great conversation today. We talked about all sorts of stuff. We talked about Pop-Tart Time, very important part of the day for both of us. We talked about Jim Carrey, uh, his great movie, The Truman Show. Uh, We talked about breathing exercises. And we even got a little bit into my friend, Hot Nick. Um... Now, Hot Nick, <laughs> let me go off, because I talked about him a little bit in the episode, but Hot Nick, he's my best friend, um, and he's still Hot Nick in my phone to this day. We actually, um, he got that nickname from his uh, orchestra, because he was in the Boise Philharmonic Youth Orchestra. He plays the cello. He's very talented. He's a very talented cellist. I think I've brought up that fact before, mm-hmm. um, and... But his, the girls in his orchestra would call him Hot Nick. And they wouldn't even do it behind his back. They did it to his face. They just called him Hot Nick because he's, he's a good-looking man. Uh, you might get to see a little photo of him later. Who knows? We'll see. Stay, stay tuned for that. Um, but, yeah, he's still Hot Nick in my phone with the two little monkey emojis covering the eyes uh, to this day. But he freaking sent me because I was talking to him about he, how that was still his name in my phone. And his photo of me in his phone is so embarrassing. It's from, it's me in the 10th grade, okay? And we were in our 10th grade, like, honors literature class, whatever. Okay. We swindled our teacher into not giving us a final exam. How, okay. What? Because we had just read The Scarlet Pimpernel, and we convinced her that we, if we didn't have to take a final, we would write, produce, and perform our own version of the Scarlet Pimpernel. So they teach the Scarlet Pimpernel now, not the Scarlet Letter? No, we read the Scarlet Letter, but we... Which was a terrible book. It was a terrible book. Scarlet Pimpernel, phenomenal book. Oh, okay. Phenomenal. Cool. I gotta check that out. It's a great book. Uh, it's classic. Um, but anyway, so the, the main characters are uh, Percival 
and Marguerite. And Marguerite is the main female and Percival is the main male and they love each other. Um, I don't know why I did that hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, I'll blur that out. Yeah, I put a little sensor bar over that. That was weird. It's weird because it was too... F- <laughs> Sorry. We, I, (laughs) when we were reading through the book, I read as Marguerite a lot because I'm a thespian. Mm -hmm. And so I would do this really awful female voice and I'd be like, I'm Marguerite. And Nick would read as Percy. And so I wore a dress and I put makeup on and I had this really bright red lipstick and a lot of blush. And I went so over the top with it. I literally was just like shouting. I'm going to move away from the microphone. I would just, I did this thing where I was like, Percy, Percy. And I was just like shouting to my best friend, Hot Nick. And so his photo of me in his phone is a picture of me just like looking like a like a straight woman. Um, I had a lot of makeup on and I was wearing this very beautiful blue dress uh, that I think I pulled off quite well. And my dad came and he watched us perform this. And I remember just seeing my dad just shaking his head laughing. <laughs> Uh, I think I really made my dad proud that day. Shout out to you, dad. Um, But yeah, it was great. And we didn't have to take a final. And I had a lot of fun with it. And it was... um, What? I mean, that's cool. You didn't get... So did you get an A just because you did it? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We swindled. Mrs. Smith, we swindled you. Scarlet Pimpernel, great book. Read it. And then all you'll be able to think about is me in a dress. Jamie, I'll send you the picture so you can shame me more in the video Uh, version. You already knew what I was going to ask. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. In the video version, there's going to be a photo of me and it's going to be beautiful and it's all you're going to be able to think about and um, probably going to get posted online. I don't know. I did a lot of embarrassing things in high school, but it was fun. I'm not embarrassed by it now. No, I think that's good. It's just funny that it's still Nick's photo of me in his phone is that picture. <laughs> and the fact that every time I text him or call him, I call him. We talk on the phone a lot. He lives in Iowa. We talk on the phone a lot and I call him and that's the photo that pops up. Oh, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> well, while Nick is a great addition to the show. Yes. Jacob was pretty cool. Jacob was cool. Did you get into that? Yeah, you want to get into that? Yeah. Jacob was great. We had a great conversation. I can't wait for you all to listen to it. Jamie, please cut cut it in now. Do the editing bit. Play the little intro music, whatever. Boom, ba boom, boom. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Everybody, welcome. Jacob Sartorius, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I'm super excited to chat. Um, I've known, I feel like everybody knows about you. I've known about you forever. I'm trying to think of the first time I was ever like introduced to your content. Probably on probably on Vine. Were you on Vine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I I definitely remember seeing your vines back in the day. Um hey. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> pretty, pretty long time fan here. A long time fan of Jacob. Uh, no, 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 that's I'm so funny. Too, but... Trevor. I am. Yeah, I'm a newer fan, but I'm a fan. I love. I appreciate that. Hey, I appreciate that because some people aren't better. fans. That 
That's so sweet. Thank you so much. I mean, that's what we're here for, you know? We're just hanging out, having a good time, trying to put a smile on people's faces um, as we do. Um, so many things to talk about that I want to talk to you about. I'm, I'm very excited. The first thing is, I, uh, this is pretty personal. Well, not per, it's kind of personal, but you grew up in Virginia, right? Yep. Rest in Virginia. Awesome. Rest in, where, where is rest in, in relation to other major cities? It's north of Washington, D.C. Oh, really? Okay. Awesome. So you're up there in the kind of tippy tip. Yeah. Cool. So I actually, um, I spent, Let's see, when I was in fourth grade, my family moved to Virginia and we lived oh. in Fredericksburg. Um, so like about an, yeah, you know, Fredericksburg, Absolutely. you know, yeah. So, so I lived in Fredericksburg for a couple of years and then I actually, after high school, I moved back there for a year. Okay. Um, so I've spent a little time around Virginia, uh, around the park. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it is. It's so weird. I, I tell you what, the, the traffic in Virginia, because all of those cities were just like built along one main road and it wasn't laid out like a grid and driving in Virginia is the worst thing ever. The amount of hours that I spent on I-95, it's just painful, dude. It's, it's painful. It's a lot. It's a parking <laughs> lot is what it is. Yeah. If you're anytime in like from, from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. or from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., it's just you're not moving. Nope. You're not moving. <laughs> do you have any, do you have any uh, like favorite? So you're close to D.C. Yeah. Um, did you spend a lot of time in D.C.? Yeah. Like I would go there for like the Wizards games or concerts. Um, yeah. And things like that. It's about 20 minutes outside. So I'm more in the okay. suburbs of the um, D.C. Nice. So. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I remember going to... Um, I'm Jamie. Jamie's crawling on the floor right now, everyone. <laughs> Jamie's crawling on the floor. For some reason, she's left her post. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Jamie's not sitting down. I'm losing it. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, um setting the timer. I'm supposed <laughs> to just pretend I wasn't doing anything. Oh, that's not my style, Jamie. Um <laughs> No, I, I remember going to, I wasn't a big hockey fan before, but when we moved to Virginia, I remember going to Capitals games and yeah. it was just like the greatest thing. I lo like live hockey is one of my favorite sports. And so my whole family's big Caps fans wow. um, to this day. We actually saw them in the, in the Stanley Cup finals a, a couple of years ago. Yeah, they're so. good now, right? Yeah, they're they're good. I mean, you know, Ovechkin, the, the, the great eight, he's, uh, he's still slapping away up there top left corner just slinging slap shots for all you <laughs> hockey fans out there um which is funny because i actually in the first episode of the podcast i wore a uh, wayne gretzky oilers jersey oh, just wow. because you know he's the great one and i got it and it's a great jersey but a lot of people's a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of people thought that i was an oilers fan because of that so everyone's like oh my god trevor's an oilers fan and i didn't have the heart to tell him i just like the jersey <laughs> yeah. you know that happens sometimes it's like not yeah. just a cool jersey it's just a cool jersey, man. I I don't own I, most of the jerseys that I own are for teams that I'm actually a fan of. But that's one of the ones that like it's a great jersey and it's Wayne Gretzky. I mean, come on. Right. So so to all the Oilers fans out there that thought I was one of you, I'm sorry to disappoint. Um, but I am not an Oilers fan. One time, I no, that's so funny hockey, though. One time I went to a hockey game and I remember it was the first and only time actually, and it wasn't yeah. because I. It wasn't a crazy game, you know, it's very loud crowd, very engaged crowd. And yeah, but I couldn't track the puck with my own eyes. I think my vision's so bad that I was yeah. going to follow how fast this is going. You know, on yeah. TV, they get you a good angle and you're able to really almost have yeah. a POV of the puck. 
but it's pretty confusing when, <laughs> when, yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. There's been so many times when I've like, I'll be at a hockey game or something. I'll just lose it. I'm like, I don't even know where it is, especially when it gets like in the corners and like under people's like, you know, skates and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but they look like they're having fun. (laughs) I'm still cheering. That's true. Oh man. No. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you have any, um, cause I spent a lot of time in DC. We, we would go up there a lot. It's, it was a little bit further, but it was always fun to go up there for the day or whatever. Do you have any favorite like museums? Ooh, uh, I think the Smithsonian's over there. Um, yeah, the Smithsonian's great. I think they also have the the Spy Museum. Somewhere. The Spy Museum is so yeah, good. That's actually crazy. The Spy yeah. Museum because you get to try the gadgets. They have the yeah. shop where you can buy some of the things you see, and you yeah. can really start your journey as a spy after that. I know, dude. The Spy Museum is so great. I love <laughs> that museum. I love the like little spy versus spy books and stuff. Yeah. And the store was so cool. Like most of the stores is just like, oh, here's a here's a fake copy of the Declaration of Independence. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? But then you go to the spy store and it's like, here's how to write your own hidden messages like oh, on a piece of paper. Walls in your yeah. That you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Here's invisible ink. It's like, oh my God, this is so cool. There's this, the yeah. spy museum is actually close to one of my favorite restaurants. It's, um, I think it's in, I think it's in Crystal City technically. Frick, what's it called? Oh my God. Mm. How am I forgetting? I haven't been there in ages, but it's, uh, Ted's Bison Burgers. Wow. Ted, Ted's Bison Burgers. It, oh my God. The Bison, if you like burgers, I Bison do. Burgers are so good. And it, it's like one of the best burgers. I love it. It's in Crystal City. I but, um, that. Yeah, that's so fun. No, yeah. The, the Spy Museum is great. I'm a big fan of the uh, Air and Space Museum too. Wow. And you can actually like go into like a simulator of what it's yeah. like to be inside. I've been there as well. Yeah. I yeah, and all the like shuttles that you can walk through. Oh, it's so much fun. And getting to just see like the evolution of flight technology, it all happened in <laughs> such like a short period of time. Yeah. Like you see this first airplane that the Wright brothers built, and it's just this like piece of paper. It's essentially a big paper airplane that they were flying through the sky, right. walking all the way up to a freaking space shuttle that launched oh. people into space. It's so cool. It's beyond me. (laughs) I know. Me too. I'm like, I I could never do it. It's like crazy. Like, where are they getting this from? Like, I mean, this is nuts. You know, I think we might have some technology we don't even know is out there. You know, that's what's in the museums. Yeah. (sighs) Who knows, man? No, it's, it's, it's really cool. I'm a big, I'm a big museum fan. So it was really cool. I just love history too. And living in Virginia was so amazing for that because you're just so close to some of like, the earliest history right? and just being able to like walk these places. Like I, one of my favorite places to go is, um, colonial Williamsburg. Wow. We went there on a field trip one time. Yeah. Uh It's so great. It's just, I don't know, just walking down those brick roads and, and seeing all these old houses that have been there for ages. And I don't know, it's just really cool. Um, Williamsburg, like in the fall specifically is one of my favorite places to go. Um, I actually have a funny story. Oh, uh, about when I was, I was in Williamsburg. It was after, it was when I was living in Virginia the second time. So I was after high school, I was older. And I, I, I wanted to go down to Williamsburg, like just for the day by myself. It was the fall. And I wanted like on a Saturday to kind of get out. 
And yeah. uh, I went down there and I had like a fun day. I just walked around by myself. It was great. And then I was getting ready to leave and I was walking back to my car and I was walking by this like chocolate shop and they also had like ice cream and hot, cho- hot chocolate there. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking in and I was looking at chocolates and there was this like cute girl behind the register. And oh. I was like, oh, she's really cute. And so I like went up, bought like some chocolates and hot <laughs> chocolate, but I didn't have the courage. I didn't have the courage to talk to her the first time. So I, I walked out of the place and I started like, you know, eating my chocolate and stuff. And I was like, come on, Trevor, you can do it. Like you're, you're a man. So then I walked back in and I bought more stuff so that I could talk to her and get a wow, phone number. That's, that's it a was a story right there. Yeah. I spent like $40 to get a girl's phone number that I talked to for like two weeks. So <laughs> Yo, what are you going to do? It would have been a great story, that's but a great story. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Richmond's super fun too. If you've been, too. Uh, um, Rich, Richmond is, I think I went there on a field trip too. I feel like in Virginia, they either take you to Williamsburg or they take you, yeah, over. Yeah. Or it's Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Hershey Park. Great, great. Hershey Park is so much fun because they just give you chocolate at like the end of everything. <laughs> right. Like anything you do, it's like, here's free chocolate. It's like, I don't know why you're giving me this, but I'll take it. Absolutely. Um, I actually have, <laughs> okay, this is great. Hershey Park. When I moved to Virginia, uh, after high school, my best friend helped me move across the country. Um, shout out Nick, Nick Herman. I don't know why I just dox my friend on the podcast. <laughs> I love you, Nick. <laughs> uh, sorry. He's super hot. His friends in high, or we all called him hot Nick in high school. Anyway, that's beside the point. The point is that we drove across the country together and one of our stops was at Hershey Park in Pennsylvania and we got, <laughs> we got matching Hershey's Kisses boxers at Hershey Park. <laughs> So there's like this photo of us. We like went back to our hotel room. Sorry, what was that? I said that sounds like something that takes place at Hershey Park. Like grabbing a nice pair of Hershey Park underwear, remember the trip, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we like went back to the hotel room and that night we both like put on our matching boxers and we took this like really like bad mirror picture of us like wearing our boxers together, kind of doing like a little... It is so funny though. I for those of you that are listening and not watching, I just did the uh I did a lip bite for those of you who are not watching. <laughs> I realized I had to explain that because I just said this is what we did, and then I did it and t- I'm like, no, if you're just listening, you're not gonna know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, no, the the Hershey Hershey Park is great. That's one of the cool things though about Virginia is um there's just like, you're right, field trips. Like you can go so many cool places. Yeah. Like you go up to Washington, D.C., you go to Richmond, you go to Jamestown or Williamsburg. Like it's there's just so many That's cool, yeah. So many cool field trips. Like you're just so, like you're 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 in history class and you're reading these, these textbooks and you're learning. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to take a field trip and literally go to the place that this document was signed or that these people walked or that these people met. It's just, it's so cool. See it firsthand. It's a whole other like addition to the learning. It like yeah allows you to really like put two and two together. Like, oh wow, this is what they were teaching us. And I'm seeing where this actually took place. It's yeah. Unique. Yeah. It's like you're living national treasure. Yeah. That's my favorite movie. That's not my favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I haven't it, seen um, that movie. Actually. You haven't seen National Treasure? I promise you I haven't. Jacob. All right, I'll write it in the notes on my phone. How about that? Jacob, you got to write it. It's a classic. You got to watch one and two, man. They're on Disney+. Plus. Treasure. One. You have to watch 
national treasure and you have to text me about it because it is one of the <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> you wrote it down everyone it's such a great movie it is it's just i can watch it so many times it's a freaking classic just the nicholas cage i'm gonna steal the declaration of independence was that a good nick cage I like Thank that. you. Jamie's giving me the thumbs up. Like that was a good that. Nick Cage. Yeah. No, I love that movie. There's a little known. Okay. I caught this one of the most recent times I was watching National Treasure. There's a scene. I won't spoil it for any of you that haven't watched it. The one person who hasn't watched it, Jacob. Anyway, there's this scene <laughs> where there's a security guard and um, his, his name tag on his chest says Hawk. So like his last name is Hawk or something like that. And then he hits a walkie talkie. And uh, he says, this is Mike reporting sub-level one. And I was like, wait a minute, Mike Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. I was like, there's no shot that had to have been intentional, right? But this is like 2006. Like the fact that the, the writers of National Treasure were putting Mike Hawk jokes in a, in a freaking children's movie in 2006. (laughs) Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, oh so great little easter egg for you you don't know if that's like a joke between the writers like yo we got them right (laughs) like like who's gonna catch this nobody's Uh, gonna catch it except you know the 22 year old kids watching it you know 18 years after the movies come out and those jokes are actually funny now and then you're like oh my god wait a second my cock (laughs) yeah it's like rewatching spongebob now yeah there's a lot of humor in it that i didn't catch when i was like eight or ten yeah, or even like Shrek, you know, those movies where it's like, you'll just hear something, you're like, I was watching this as a kid. Yeah. Now I know why my parents were laughing so much. Right. <laughs> why they're just cracking up and I'm laughing along even though I don't get the joke. That, yo, I'm guilty of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> just laughing and I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. You just hear your parents laughing and you're like, yeah, this is funny. I'm just a kid. <laughs> and life is a nightmare. Uh, no, it's not. Was that a little simple plan reference? You get that one, Jacob? Oh, yeah. A little simple plan? I-, I can't sing, but I would. Um, I could sing, I don't know. Am I allowed to sing Jacob's songs on no, the podcast? Copyrighted. What? There might be copyright. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm worried. I didn't know I'm if I had scared. you on. I wonder if you sing your own song, if it, if you could copyright strike us. That would be, that would be kind of scummy. No. Don't sing your songs. I'm singing I'm them in my head right now. I'm independent. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give the approval. You know what I'm saying? Oh, good, 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 good. Were you so you're a big uh, SpongeBob fan growing up? Yeah, I like SpongeBob. That's that's my bottom. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Who's your favorite SpongeBob character? I honestly really used to like Sandy. Okay, because it was just a cool vibe. But honestly, SpongeBob. Just because of SpongeBob? how optimistic he is. He's delusionally optimistic. And I think that's he is. a lesson for people in real life. Like a lot of things don't go his way, but he keeps a pretty good mindset and he has a good heart. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a, a, a good outlook to have. Like it's, you know, you got to just stay optimistic sometimes, you know, right. not like Squidward. Squidward's a ding dong. He's so angry all the time. It's funny. A lot of people now are like, we all thought we were SpongeBob when we were kids. And then we just grew up to be Squidward. Right. Um, But I still want to be SpongeBob. Actually, I'm probably more like Patrick. I'm I'm dumb as rocks. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'm stupid. And the amount of time that I just lay down and do nothing, that's me. (laughs) 
that we I am Patrick. We all do. My uh, my favorite character in SpongeBob is the the episode where Sandy's bosses they come down to like judge her her scientific inventions, <laughs> and they're the they're like the posh monkeys. They're great. Yeah. I love them. Reginald, they talk like this, and they're monkeys. <laughs> Rich, and then there's the one that talks like this. Hello, wow. Reginald. Yo, you got those voices on lock. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember their names. One of them is wow. definitely Reginald, though. Yeah. I think they're Reginald. Um, no, that's all I got. <laughs> It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini-series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Jacob, I'm I'm going to ask you a very hard-hitting question. What are your Pop-Tart opinions? Because I think you have some serious ones, if I'm not mistaken. Yo, that's actually so crazy. That's like a question, a Pop-Tart, right? Like Pop-Tart? Yeah, Pop-Tart. Yo. The toaster pastry. I love Pop-Tart. So I was just yeah. making sure, like, wow, how did you know this? Because this is crazy. Actually, Pop-Tart time is an essential part of my day. And that's so good to hear. Pop-Tart time is essential. I like the s'mores Pop-Tarts. I like the cinnamon okay. ones. I do like the strawberry ones as well. Other than that, okay. it's, it's, those are the three. But every, yeah. every single day at a certain time, I, I try to eat as much Pop-Tarts as I can. I respect that. I, um, I usually start my day off with a cup of coffee and a Pop-Tart. No, but it, I think that there's a very... The day. What? At the start of the day. At the start of the day, it's usually yeah. a start of the day thing for me um, because we do a lot of cooking over in the mythical kitchen okay. and uh, we're like always cooking during more towards the middle of the day. And so then I'm always eating food like, but when I come in in the morning, I don't eat breakfast at home and I always start off my day with a cup of coffee and then I'm like kind of hungry in the morning, want a snack. It's always a Pop-Tart. What's like Always a Pop-Tart. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I eat my Pop-Tarts in a very specific way because I'm passionate about this too. Okay. Uh, I love brown sugar and cinnamon mm-hmm. and strawberry. Those are my two favorite. Also raspberry, but raspberry and strawberry are like essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I will say, when it comes to Pop-Tarts, okay? Okay, don't don't bite my head off. They're not the same fruit, but when it comes to Pop-Tarts, they're pretty much the same thing. <laughs> but I will say, I like the raspberry and strawberry room temp. I don't heat those up at all. I, I like those ones to, to not be warm. But yeah. brown sugar and cinnamon, it is the greatest Pop-Tart when it's been microwaved for exactly 17 seconds. Whoa. You pop in the microwave for 17 seconds. Any more, it's too much. Any less, it's not good enough. 17 seconds is the scientific correct amount to microwave a brown sugar and cinnamon Pop-Tart. And it, it, it's a game changer, Jacob. I'm trying Jacob. today. It's a game changer. Today? That's my man. Today, That's I'm my trying man. 17 seconds in the microwave. 17 seconds in the microwave. a little bit of warmth, right? It, what it does is because if you microwave a Pop-Tart too long, the crust will get hard and it'll get tough and the inside will be too hot. So 17 seconds is the optimal amount of it warms the inside filling. So you get a nice warm, gooey inside filling, but the outside stays flaky. And then it's not too hot to bite into and the top and center just a little bit warm. It's perfect. 17 seconds. I'm sorry. Thank you for that. 
Of course. Do you have any, um, pop tarts are crazy. They've come out with a lot of weird flavors. Oh yeah. They've, they've been doing some weird stuff recently. I, I respect that you said s'mores though, because I've had the s'mores pop tarts and they're pretty good, but I can't get behind. You know what pop tart freaking sucks? (laughs) Blueberry. I was just going to say that. I dude, I know it's so bad. That's it's so bad that people really enjoy eating the blueberry pop tarts. Yeah, well, those people are dumb. (laughs) It's there's someone at Pop Tart HQ. If you're out there listening to this, you gotta work (laughs) on your blueberry because I love blueberry. I love blueberry pies. I love blueberry bagels, but blueberry pop tarts are freaking bad. Okay, they're bad. They don't taste good. Do you think they sell less than other flavors? Like, you think they can tell, like, oh, the blueberry ones are not selling? Or do you think they do have a fan base, like, that's keeping them going? I think they have a fan base, but all toxic things have a fan base, (laughs) you know? All things that are bad still have fan bases. And that doesn't mean that they should live on. Okay. Or be changed, okay? Okay. Because... Blueberry Pop-Tarts need to be changed. And it, this is coming directly from myself and Jacob, two Pop-Tart experts, I would say. Yes. Pop-Tart experts. And we're saying right now that the Blueberry Pop-Tarts are unequivocally bad. And they need something needs to happen. In our opinion. In our opinion. But our opinion is right, Jacob. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I have some breaking news. So someone oh. did a ranking okay. of the Pop Tart flavors, and guess where they put uh, blueberry? If it's number where? one, I might have to like. I'm gonna flip the table. Yeah, it is literally number three. What? <sighs> What's in front of it? Uh, in front of it is strawberry. Okay, and then cherry, which I don't think I've ever had a cherry. Cherry? I've never what? had one. Cherries might be worse than blueberry. Brown sugar and cinnamon isn't top three. Who did this, Jamie? I want to have words. Mashed, which is a pretty big pop publication. Mashed. <laughs> Jacob, grab your pitchfork and your torch. We're going to Mashed HQ and we are freaking, yeah, we're breaking down the door, okay? And we're going to have words with them because this is an injustice. It is. This is crazy. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm so fired up right now. I could, I could freaking, I'm about to flip the table. I swear (laughs) I'm going to chill out for a second. I'm going to Zen out because I'm, I'm a little bit too fired up. Jacob, now's the time for you to teach me your breathing techniques that you should practice. Have you ever tried deep breathing? I, I, I haven't, but I heard that, I mean, occasionally, but I've heard that you do a lot of breathing techniques. So walk me through them right now. Cause I need to chill out. All right. So I actually, um, found this guy Wim Hof online and he's um, yeah. one of the most superhuman people I've ever watched. He's broken 26 world records. He practices these different practices that get him out of his mental health struggles. If you yeah. look into his story, he's faced a lot of adversity, but he's used these techniques of deep breathing and cold exposure as two yeah. ways to battle against his depression. I've yeah. been a super fan online, reached out to him and started practicing these guided breathings. And it's about yeah. 30 or 40 deep breaths. Um, deeply in and then letting go, not forcing the exhalation, just okay. deep breath in, um, breathing into the diaphragm, the chest, yeah. um, every part of the body, oxygenating the body, um, and 
there's so many good guided ones online. This is how I found out um, about this guy. But the breathing yeah. specifically, it's 30 to 40 deep breaths in and out. And after 40th or 30 or 40th exhalation, after exhalation, you pause and your body's been oxygenated, but now you have no oxygen in the body. And um, this is where we're able to go past our cardiovascular system and tackle against and strengthen our immune system, which I didn't even know breathing could do. Um, That's crazy. You feel more alive too, man. I'm, a, I'm not, I understand for some, this sounds crazy, but um, no, for me, it's really helped me. It's called the that's awesome. guided breathing method. There's free ones on YouTube and that's the ones I use every day. But yeah, that's awesome. I went and met Wim Hof and filmed this for you guys to show you me getting out of my comfort zone. And it's called Breathe the Documentary on my YouTube channel if you want to check. Yeah, I saw that. It's so cool. I mean, I I don't, I breathe, I tend to, because I, you know, I've struggled with some mental health stuff in the past and even just like getting stressed out. Like I definitely like have used breathing in the past to like, it's a way of calming myself down, but definitely like the documentary is so cool. I mean, everybody, you should go check it out. It's like taking that time to just like recenter your body and like, inhale and exhale and just like let your kind of like body reset and really fill up your lungs it's it's huge definitely yeah, like would, would recommend from anxiety and these other things we can kind of lock up our stomachs without knowing we're doing it and take shallow yeah. breaths instead of like <sighs> yeah and that could be such a big um like difference maker in somebody's life that might not have that in their head, like, oh, I can just take a deep breath in times where I feel like my body might be um, shutting down on me. And I've been there yeah. where it feels like that and the breathing's helped me. And also cold oh, yeah. showers, a cold shower every day. Freeze. Cold shower every day? Two minutes and 30 seconds of freezing until I have chills. Oh, dude. my I used to get cold showers when I was a kid as punishment. Really? Yeah. No. So, cause it was, it was the only thing, cause I was a little D bag kid. Okay. I was a little twerp. Uh, you, you're ready. This is a funny story. I, I don't know why, I don't know what it was about me or who I was. My, I was a good kid, but there was one thing that I was just a, an a-hole about and it was potty training. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I was potty trained. I knew how to use the bathroom by myself, but like, I don't know if it was out of spite or something. I would just be sitting in, in the room like watching a TV show or something, watching SpongeBob maybe. And my mom would be like, hey, Trevor, do you need to use the restroom? And I'd look at her and I'd just piss my pants. <laughs> like straight up, just like out of spite. Like I didn't want to get up from whatever I was doing. And so I'd be like, yeah, I know how to use the potty, but I'm just going to go right in my pants. And my parents were freaking tired of it. So my dad, <laughs> he put me in the shower, he cranked it till like he was super cold and he held me in there with his foot. And he just held me in the cold shower with his foot. I did it one more time after that, got one more cold shower, and then that was it. I never did it again. Wow. So the cold showers uh, helped me. Uh, thank you, Dad, for teaching me not to be a little freaking idiot. Like, why was I just pissing my pants? <laughs> right. But, you know, those are things that happen and we learn from them. Exactly. And like, no, I we wanted any other way, it makes for a great story right now. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, dad, for giving me content for the internet <laughs> later in life by putting me in a cold shower because I pissed my pants. <laughs> I've tried putting many of my friends in cold showers. You know, I think that cold showers can get you out of your uh, conditioning. Immediately, you're uncomfortable. And if you're yeah. willing to be uncomfortable, then any other part of the day is not going to phase you. 
Yeah. I, I definitely have like, cause I used to be one of those people that took like extremely hot showers. Like I was cranking the water mm. and I know it's like not good for you. Uh, in some ways it is, you know, it, like nice. for your skin. Um, but I, I started just moving more towards colder. I don't do super cold showers unless I'm really hot, but like, I've definitely moved more towards like lukewarm, kind of like warmer, just like not super hot, but I don't, cold showers are tough. I used to do ice baths in high school. Um, wow. after, after basketball games, um, cause I, That's just, like, when I yeah, which was, oh my God, I would like take a book in there and I just try not to focus on the fact that I was literally freezing. Wow. Um, a book? I've never even heard of that. Were you, so you'd read to kind of take your mind off the cold. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't, it was mostly for my legs. Um, and so I would just like submerge like almost all the way, but I'd always just like leave my arms out and I just have a book, uh, because I also love to read uh, and I enjoy reading. I would read in the normal bath too. I took a lot of normal warm baths and I would read in there too. So it was more of a bath activity, not necessarily an ice bath activity. Right. You're a big Truman Show fan. One of your favorite movies? My favorite movie of all time. It's become like, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Truman Show. I think it's a phenomenal movie. Um, Great movie. It's great. I, I remember the first time I watched it because uh, I did, I had no knowledge going in the first time I watched it. So I didn't know what was going on. And I remember just being like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah, and then you have that like, that yeah, when you is. figure out and then you have that moment of like, what if that's me? What what if I'm living in the Truman Show right now? <laughs> that's that's the one. That's the that's I think what got me so emotionally like attached to the movie was, yo, this is awfully close to reality. Yeah. Like imagine everything's like a simulation yeah dude what would you do if you like figured out you woke up like in the truman show like you're jim carrey and you're in a gigantic bubble living a fake life because because jim carrey you know he the first thing he does is he wants to figure out what's going on and then how to get out Mm -hmm. but like if i figured out i was in a bubble for people entertainment all over the world and i was living a fake life I'd probably like keep it a secret that I knew and then just kind of try and mess with people. What? I feel like I get a little weird. That's a cool way to look at it. I might they like start plotting a murder. The movie with that way. See how with that, that? Yeah. I, I I feel like I'd like start plotting a murder, like to kill someone. Oh. Like, oh my God. Like, like just do, but like not do it, but like get people anxious. Like, oh my God, is mm. he going to murder someone? And then see what they would do. Like just start doing some oh, crazy yeah. stuff, going like off the rails and then like see what they would all do to try and, cause you know, they, they, they coax him in the movie into doing different things. Like they, they try and give him like, you know, they push him along a certain path. So I'd see how far they were willing to go to like, keep me along a path. If I just like mm. went off the rails. But like not actually hurt anyone or do anything, but just like hint at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Would you do anything crazy? No, oh, I'd lose my mind, bro. I know you lose your mind. Huge fear of the ocean throughout the yeah. movie. And I think that's a cool symbol of like facing fear can kind of get you out of the bubble that you may have created for yourself. And sometimes yeah. going through that journey. So I would I would definitely do some crazy things. I'd probably jump right into the water and just swim. Yeah, I, pro- I don't know what would happen, but I'd be so defeated. You know, imagine this world that you think is real. It just turns out to be a movie set and other yeah. people can, you know, wear your merch from home, but you don't like there's hidden cameras all over your house. Yeah. All like tapped. I would be a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, your whole life to be that, 
Right. Like that's what's crazy. Like I, if, if I found out that like, oh, the last two years, it was a simulation or something. Yeah. But like to figure out that your whole life has been lit, like that's a lie. Like that would be a lot to reconcile, but I'd probably just yeah. lose it. I'd start going crazy. I'd like I, pretend to build a bomb. I'd start st- setting stuff on fire or something. Yeah. You know, you know, see what they do. That's- I'd rebel. I did actually a music video for my song for real. Um, yeah. And it's Truman show inspired. The whole thing mm-hmm. is like on set of the Truman show. So. Oh, wow. Paying some tribute to how much that's yeah. like been a part of my life. Yeah. Do you have any other favorite Jim Carrey movies? <laughs> uh, I like Jim and Andy, like yeah. Jim and Andy, how he kind of got lost in that character. Um, I yeah. thought that was pretty fascinating. Um, yeah, but I, I'm more of a fan of like when Jim Carrey's in that like super bubbly, like over the top. I really yeah. like that. Going back to like SpongeBob, even it must be something I relate to about this bubbly, over the top. Yeah, I love that. It frees me from concern. Yeah, I respect that. I definitely have like, um, been that like that way before, where I was like. I've been pessimistic, not not even pessimistic, just like struggling with mental health, depression, whatever. And, and even just like trying, you know, like I, there's something for me that, that has always helped. Like if I'm in a bad mood or if I'm feeling down, like even if I can't like make myself happy per se, or if I can't do anything to help myself, that doesn't mean that like that should have any effect on the people around me. Cause there was a time when I was like, I was kind of a, 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 a bad, I was a mean person to some of my friends when I was going through some of those mental health struggles. And, and, you know, growing out of that and growing through that, I definitely grew as a person to be like, I don't ever want to be mean or pessimistic, especially to the people that I love. Like if I can do anything I can to put a smile on somebody else's face, like that's good enough for me. Even if like, you know, there are times when I can't put a smile on my own face, just knowing that I can, you know, make someone else's day better. Like that makes me happy. And so that's definitely been something that's been really fun about working here at Mythical and sorry to get deep on everyone. But one thing that I've really loved about coming into this company in this industry is just knowing that, yeah, I do silly stuff on the internet. Um, Does it have a a long-term meaning in the scope of the universe? Probably not. But do I get the opportunity to, you know, make people smile and make people happy on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing. And so I get a lot of comments of people telling me like, oh, Trevor's such like a, you know, happy, fun, bubbly, like presence. And that's just what I want. You, are, that's, you have you know, great energy, bro. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to, I want to bring people smiles. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely respect that kind of like relation to those characters and um, especially someone like Jim Carrey, who is just so, so many of his roles are just like these over the top, just crazy, very fun, very energetic. And, and, and I think he's great. Shout out to Jim Carrey. <laughs> shout out to Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, if you're out there listening, shout out. Jacob and I both love you. Yes. Um, so big shout out to Jim Carrey. You have a song called Sweatshirt. Yes. I've listened to it many times. Okay. I'm sure the people out there have listened to it. Yeah. So I have a question. Okay. Have you ever lost a sweatshirt to a girl that you wish you could get back? Have you ever had a sweatshirt that you gave to a girl and you never got it back and that has haunted you? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's tough out here. I, yeah, I'm missing, I'm missing a couple sweatshirts. Yeah. What's like your fit? What's the one that you miss the most? (laughs) I don't. <laughs> you got to answer the question, Jacob. Of course, <laughs> of course. I just love you. I got to take a deep breath. This is the moment. Yeah. Okay. 
that's always been a thing, like in school, especially in middle school. Yeah. Like, dude, like, like I'd have friends over after school and, and then all my hoodies are gone. And yeah. Then, and then the next day at school, people are wearing my hoodies and I'm like, yeah. And then, and then it like starts a story like, oh, I was hanging with Jacob. Like, and I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm the sweatshirt guy. So it really, yeah. it really fit with my uh, aesthetic. Yeah. Well, you seem like a, like a hoodie appreciator. Like oh, you're a hoodie fan. I'm a big hoodie yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm a hoodie fan. I've got too many hoodies. Well, no, I don't. I have the perfect amount. However many I have is the perfect amount. But like, I have favorite hoodies. And then I have some hoodies that I like, but they aren't necessarily my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I am emotionally attached to every single one of them. Right. And my girlfriend has taken my hoodies before, and I've, I've given them to her freely and willingly. <laughs> but then she won't give them back for a while. And I have to tell her. Also, Destiny, freaking Destiny, I, I love her, but she is the messiest eater ever, okay? And I have a big problem with stains. I am, I'm like anal about stains. I actually wore a pair of pants today that have a visible stain on them, and I'm losing my mind. It, is, it has made me anxious all day because there's a stain on my pants, and I hate it because I didn't get the chance to do laundry, and she is the messiest eater ever, and she has gotten stains on so many of my hoodies and I had to tell her straight up, I had to be like, Destiny, this is a problem. I'm going to stop giving you my hoodies if you keep getting stains on them, okay? You're eating a Jimmy John sa- or a freaking Jersey Mike sandwich, and how is that much mustard ending up on my hoodie? Right. I don't get it. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. That was a little rant. That was me. <laughs> I need it's to breathe. Okay, man. We'll get through this. Deep breathing. Come on. Let's do, let's do five together. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. Oh, okay. Even after five, tell me if you feel different. All right. Okay. So deeply in. Letting go. Deeply in. And that's like a little preview. Wow. After 25 more, I mean, it's a yeah. feel good. No, Jamie's not in her head. I like, I literally, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm immediately more relaxed. It's definitely a different vibe. Shout yeah, out to Wim no. Hof. This is not like I just created this. I'm a super fan of this technique that's been around yeah. for super long. Shout out to Wim Hof. Wim Hof's the goat. Destiny, I'm sorry for flying off the handle like that. Um, I know it was wrong of me to do it on this public format. Um, that's a private conversation for us to have later, but I'm going to breathe before I do it. Yep. It's hoodies can be replaced, okay? They can be. Human. But human love people can be. cannot. Love, love can't be. be. Right. Exactly. Jacob, thank you. You've taught me a valuable lesson today because I was losing my mind over stains on my hoodies and I can just get another hoodie. There will always be more hoodies. There will be, but there won't always be another destiny. And that's my destiny. That was so corny. That was beautiful. That was beautiful, man. Feel free to laugh at me. Do we have the tissues? (laughs) Shut up. Jacob just talked to an empty room like we got the tissues. Well, we got the tissues. Yeah, I need <laughs> bottles if they want the tissues. Like his crew's sitting over there just in tears, just No, we got the oh. tissues. I don't even think. Oh man, that's so funny. No, I I love hoodies. I, I actually don't think I've I don't know if I've permanently lost any hoodies. But I mean, that's the thing is if it happened that long ago, I don't even remember them. So they must not matter that much. Although, Destiny, if you ever get anything on my Fantasia hoodie, I'm going to lose my mind. That's like your like favorite That's hoodie. my hoodie. That's the hoodie that I refuse to wear to work 
because I don't want it to smell bad because it always smells like I always smell like food when I come home from work. And that is the one hoodie that I refuse to wear to work because I don't want anything to get on it and I don't want it to smell like onions. And so I don't wear it to work. That's the one hoodie. And it's actually gotten to the point where I probably idolize this hoodie too much because I can't even tell you the last time I wore it. Like it's just like almost to look at in the closet. Like, wow. Oh, sweatshirts. So oh, ridiculous. sweatshirts. <laughs> you, um, there's a story. <laughs> oh man. There's a story about you getting arrested. Arrested? No. Wait, that was a fake story about like cops barging into your house? Oh no, that that happened, but I was never like arrested for that. Oh, okay, no, yeah. So you were never arrested, but you, it was like fake, right? Like yeah. cops, like yeah, I've been swatted before. I've had police kick down my doors and put me. You in got swatted and helicopters flying over the crib and everything. Oh my god, I, it dude! It was scary. It was very. That scary. is awful. Like, I'm so I, sorry that happened to you. Yeah, it was crazy. I think I blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing it up. People used to do it a lot. I think it happens more to Twitch streamers and live streamers because yeah. they can get that reaction to it live. Yeah. But this was like, I think uh, all of a sudden it's like 4 a.m. and I hear some glass shatter at the, the house like behind us. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shoot. Like woke me up. I'm scared. My manager's yeah. sleeping. Um, it, and all of a sudden there's lights like shining into the crib and there's helicopters over the crib. And they're like, they... They're like, everybody in the house needs to get out. And I'm like waking up my manager at 4 a.m. Like, yo, this doesn't sound real, but there's helicopters above us telling you got to get up. He's like, yeah, right, dude. Like, there's no fucking way I'm getting up, dude. Like, no way. Oh. And I'm like, yo, you got to get up, bro. I swear they're going to kick down the doors is what they're saying. And he's like, what? Like, and as soon as we're walking over, I mean, <laughs> they, they literally threw the back door, kick it open and like probably 10 people with like loaded, like machine, like, I don't know guns like that, but yeah, they're like ready for combat. I was terrified. We, yeah. we like walked to them with our hands up and we're on the ground. I remember there was like pieces of glass that had shattered at the neighbor's house on the floor. And we're like, I'm like, yo, do you know my song sweatshirt? Do you know my list? <laughs> You got the wrong guy. My manager's singing the songs to the police officers. Like, oh my sweatshirt. God. Like, you don't let this <laughs> like, I swear. And we were like, this cannot be happening. The neighbors from the street are outside looking. They brought oh my the craziest God. experience ever at like 3 a.m. one night. Insane. That is crazy. <laughs> I mean, swatting is like, that is, if you're out there, okay, and I don't think there's anybody listening to this that would ever do it. But that is one of the worst things that you can do to a person that is so dangerous and stupid and like traumatizing. That's terrible. Don't ever do it. Don't ever even consider the idea. Yeah, like even if you don't like a certain person, even if they're your favorite, even if the sky's blue, even if it's a cloudy day, it's not a good thing to do. It's yeah, I'm sorry that happened because that is awful. But I that is so funny that you were like, Do you know my song? Oh, yeah, I had to ask, you know? That is hilarious. I was like, yeah. What a way to respond. I wouldn't be able if that happened to me, well, I, was I like, would no, literally they think we're like they were told they got a call from someone that there were like people in the house like held hostage, like oh. they were doing like a look through of the house. They had like yeah. uh and once they found out um that it was empty. You know, that's when at the time we're like, yo, like you can go through whatever, but this is crazy that you had to wake us up and put us through this whole process. Like, 
Um, That's insane. And I remember my parents, I was a minor at the time. So my parents yeah. actually wrote a letter to the mayor of Los Angeles saying oh, wow. how wrong it is to send all that when it's not necessary and that they need yeah. to make some changes within how quick they respond with helicopters because it costs them a lot of money too. And it's disappointing for everyone. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason like it's such a, it's a waste of resources. Like there could be actual bad things happening yeah. that these people need to respond to. And you think it's funny to send them to some random person's house because you don't like them or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. That's insane. I can't believe like I, that just scares me. That's so it's crazy. It's, it is a bit scary. I've got a, got a little bit here for you. All right. Whoever smelt it, Jacob, what is, <laughs> sorry, I got a little sidetracked. I think what I is, know where this is going. What, yeah, I think you do too. Okay. What is the most embarrassing place you have ever let a stinky one rip? Or maybe just a loud one. Didn't even have to be stinky. Oh, but so the, the loud one is where they get you because, yeah. you, know, you know, you can think like, oh, I'm going to get away with this. But then it's like, and then it's like, oh. Yeah. We've all been there. Well, recently, I'm not even joking. I'm a pro at holding in my farts till I get home. Yeah. It's almost like I've mastered the skill. I mean, I get home and then I let it all out when I'm alone. It's bad for you though. Oh, it's bad. That. It builds up in my stomach, but I try to like deep yeah. breathe and all these techniques, yeah. you know? Um, but, but I have had some really, really bad experiences where that happens like bad. Yeah. Let's get into it. Probably at a nice dinner or at a meeting, oh. like a big, like, like label executive or like oh that's hard yeah probably in like a big meeting like where i probably shouldn't but like you know if you're if it's loud enough you can do a little too no one's gonna judge you yeah well that's the thing is you think it's loud enough and then you like for whatever reason the universe likes to play dirty little tricks on us where things are loud and bubbling you're like oh yeah i can let a little little sneaky fart rip and then Everything gets quiet <laughs> right as you do it. It's like yeah. God is laughing at us. He knows. He, there's there whatever God is out there is just laughing at us as we let a fart rip and everybody just quiets down. Or you think it's going to be quiet and then it comes out not quiet. That right. is um It's like, well, hello there. Because you weren't expecting it, you know? You're like, oh, this is going to be quiet. And then you let it go, and your just face immediately red. Just yeah. beat red. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Because you can get away. If you let a silent one go, even if it's smelly, you, there's plausible deniability that you can blame it on someone else, especially if you're in a public place. You can be like, you, you lean to your friend, you're like, holy crap. You, you smell that? I think this guy next to me just, you know, you can play it off. Even though I wouldn't do that. I'm not a bad person. So I think the first person to say it, like, is most of the time guilty of it. Sometimes. I, I just admit, you know, I own up to it. Because well, uh, I'm not cool. ashamed. That's cool, man. Everybody does it, dude. Just that own up cool, to it. Man. I respect that. Hey, well, you know, I'm also like a garbage person. So I like... Uh, Where's the craziest place that you've let one rip? God, I keep having to come up with stories for this. Not come up, but like think <laughs> of stories for this. I already told you about how I used to pee my pants when I was a kid. Isn't that enough for you? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done it on the plane before. I've done it on the plane before. And that's the worst because, you know, you got the pressurized cabin. Um, and Ooh. it was actually, this is a very popular story is when I had it, this, the, the story that this is from is from when I had food poisoning on a plane. Um, 
but yeah, I had food poisoning on a plane and I literally, I was going through it. I was flying by myself and I was in the window and I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom. I was like, if I just have to stay here, I like grabbed the little baggie and I just like curled into the window and put my face in the bag. But I definitely let a couple farts rip on that plane and the poor couple next to me. I'm so sorry. Uh, I apologize if you're listening. I just, I was going through it, you know, and I wasn't trying to hide it, but I had to, I was, I was in a lot of pain. It was hard. Okay. Right. It's hard. So that's a rough one. Pressurized cabin. And especially if you're flying by yourself, I mean, it spreads to everyone. Everyone smells it. It's such a condensed area. Mm. So don't fart on planes. Have you ever peed in a public swimming pool? Oh yeah. Actually. I do that like for sport. I like find as many public pools as I can. I just pee in them. (laughs) I think I'm guilty of maybe doing that before, man. Not not like that where I go to each pool, but I've done it once. (laughs) I've done it once, maybe. No, I've I've peed in pools. Okay, you know we've all everybody. If you think that you're above peeing in a pool, then you're just kidding yourself because everyone's done it. Well, for a while. in the movie Grown Ups, the pool changes color when they pee in. Yeah. So I classic scene for a while that. I couldn't do it. Yeah. That's a classic scene. That gave everyone a lot of anxiety about peeing in pools. Um, I've actually, uh, one more fart story because I think it's funny. I've I've made it a a little game I play recently where uh, I virtually crop dust my friends. Uh, So anytime, I I play a lot of video games. And so I'm usually in a call with a lot of my friends just at any time. And now every time I'm at home in my room and I fart, I try and get it so that the mic picks it up. Okay. And so like nobody will be talking and I just like, I'll like lean back in my <laughs> chair and like kind of lift my legs up a little bit. And so now I just, I'm, I'm always farting on discord calls and making sure my friends can hear it. And then I see my little green bubble light up, like my mic's picking it up. And then they're like, Trevor, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> got him. A little virtual crop dust, right. a little sport. I like to play a little fun game. That sounds, that sounds like something. <laughs> oh man, Jacob. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you. This has for been so great. Me. Dude, thank you for coming on. Can we be friends? Can I'm we? already friends with Ariel. be friends. Yeah. The three of us should hang out sometime. I'm super down. Do you live in LA? I do. No, I live I'm in here. LA. I'm here. Sick. I'm going to get your phone number and we'll we can start. hang out. I would love to. That's epic. That makes me very excited. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you more. I want to talk Same. to you about all of your, all of your favorite Virginia spots all that fun stuff, we can get back into it. Let's talk again sometime. Feel free to pl- plug yourself. Tell everyone where they can find you. Yo, everybody, you can find me on socials, on Spotify, on Apple Music. Um, I just dropped an EP called Lost But Found, dropped a single called Fear of Intimacy. A lot of music coming this year. I'm independent. I'm having fun, moving at my own pace, baby. And Yeah. And I'm going to keep making documentaries. Check out Breathe. There's more on the way. There's some very, very cool people. And just have fun. Try acting. And check out everything. My my handle is Jacob Sartorius, um, which is spelled J-A-C-O-B-S-A-R-T-O-R-I-U-S. I love you guys. And please show love to the Trevor Talks Too Much podcast because they did not have to have me on here, but they did. And, oh. and they're starting something super cool. So let's go. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. I had such a great time, Jacob. Thank you so much for coming on.
everybody. That was Jacob Sartorius. It was so much fun. He's such a good, such a good guy. I had a great time. Uh, make sure to check him out um, on YouTube, his documentary, Breathe. Honestly, the breathing exercises, really cool. You should definitely check him out. Check out his song, Sweatshirt. Check out his new EP, Lost But Found. And follow him on socials at Jacob Sartorius. Please go check him out. He's a great kid. And you should definitely go, um, you know, give him some support. Give him some love. Jamie, how did that go? That went really well. I think that it was like nice for him because he's friends with baby Ariel. And he yeah. was like, oh, like this is fun. And yeah. now I get to do it too. And yeah. like he really liked that. Yeah. You guys got a little deep too. Yeah, we did. We went a little deep. I mean, I was expecting at some point to get deep with a guest, you know, just if that's the way the conversation moves. I didn't think it was going to be Jacob. He, I mean, we just, it kind of flowed right into it. And I think it was a really cool conversation. We hit some highs, hit some, you know, a little, little more deep stuff. We had some funny moments, Pop-Tart time. That was hilarious. <laughs> Kid loves Pop-Tarts. I, I did. I'm telling you, try a frozen one. Just I'm one not Jamie. <laughs> Nobody eats frozen Pop-Tarts. The whole point of a Pop-Tart is that like the toaster strudels, those come frozen. And the whole point is that you warm them up. That's just like biting into a rock hard bad pastry. I don't know. Like, have you ever had a frozen Oreo? No. <laughs> what is wrong? You leave the food stuff to me, Jamie. Okay. You leave the food opinions to me, okay? And you tell me if I sound good or if there's a level that you need to adjust. <laughs> I don't know what that was so I'm sorry, that was so condescending. Jamie, no, not at all. you're so good at your job and you do so many things that uh I it doesn't take talent to enjoy Pop-Tarts. It takes talent to do what you do. So I'll <laughs> cut you some slack on enjoying Pop-Tarts the wrong way. Thank um, you. <laughs> But, I appreciate it. No, that was that was honestly that was such a good time. He's a really he's a really great guy. I think we're actually going to be friends. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, super fun, super fun. What was I? What was uh... you're ending the podcast? No, yeah. isn't there another guest now? No, <laughs> no. We, don't, we don't do these back to back. Unfortunately. All right. Well. Attention, everyone. There's a new mythical podcast alert. Stevie Wynn Levine. We all love her, and she is hosting a podcast called Best Friends Back All Right with her best friend from high school from 15 years ago, Nagin Homifad. They're going to host it together. They're going to talk all about all sorts of adolescent things, and it's going to be freaking epic. Uh, drop soon. So there's going to be a link in the description of this episode that you can go check it out at, or you can search it up on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. We're super pumped about it, so go check it out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Trevor Talks Too Much. Thank you for all the support. It really means a lot. Make sure to listen every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And hopefully listen to me and my new pals. Uh, definitely leave a review. Um, it really helps us out. Uh, it's just so I know the right amount of talking to do. Because I think sometimes I go a little overboard, wouldn't you say, Jamie? Make sure to also check out the video version of the podcast. That's available on YouTube. Uh, Trevor Talks Too Much the following Monday after the episode releases. Um, and yeah, follow all the other mythical properties stuff on socials. We're on TikTok, we're on Instagram. Go check out Mythical Kitchen. We do some fun cooking over there. And then you can always find me at Trevor Everts, wherever you get your social medias, um, wherever you get them, whether that's you're on the phone or maybe perhaps on a internet on the world wide web. Um, you could check it out there too. Google me and you could find my wiki feet. If you want, I think I have a 4.9 star last time I checked, which is pretty good. I'll take it. Um, but actually, don't look at that derailed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> good. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Have a great week.